Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where we discuss the technical and people side of safety. Safety should be your primary leadership tool for discovering more about your people and culture. Your host is Dr. Mark French, also known as the Safety Dude. Mark is a credentialed, experienced, and passionate professional with experience in automotive, food, chemical, nuclear, e-commerce, and energy sectors. He is going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people side of safety based on industrial and organizational psychological theories. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in people management and how they impact our everyday workplace. And welcome to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm so happy you've joined me. This whole journey of looking at safety has really pushed me to a whole new level of thinking. And I'm going to talk a little bit about leadership this week. But I first want to start with a headline that I came across this past week. I was reading through the news, uh, looking for safety stories, looking for things, trying to stay ahead of what is happening in the world of safety. And of course, It continues to shock me, the things I read, the things I see, the way it's reported, and talked about that before. But this one here, I didn't even get past the headline. I saw the headline and I just moved on, but it stuck. It was one of those items that you just can't forget after you see it. And the headline from this news agency, and this was like multiple, I think it was maybe like an affiliate, but it branched out. So it, it, showed up a few times. It was with an increase in fatalities, OSHA is asking employers to be safe. (laughs) Let that sink in. That one, it took me a moment to really let that one digest. (laughs) So the news story essentially is saying, hey, there's a government agency that is... There's workers in the United States that are getting killed at a higher frequency than what is ever normal for maybe that area or maybe nationwide. And there's a government agency asking you to please not kill your workers while they're on the job. Okay. That would be, to me, that's the equivalent of the, and this probably happens is like a, a, maybe a news story that would say the local sheriff's department says, please stop murdering people to something. Not really. You you don't see that. You see them investigate. You see them trying to stop it. You see them being passionate about it. It was the matter of fact headline that just blew my mind. And I think about the ideas behind it. If someone wrote that, and probably thought they had good intentions of some form, but it caught my eye. I mean, I read it, so it was certainly something I'm thinking about. Is That's a great idea. We probably should not kill people at work. 
with work-related issues, but it continues to happen. And this year especially, it has been trenching. There has been an abnormal amount of trenching fatalities. And there was one just a few months ago, I think, that was pointed out where they had called off a job, boss sent them back in, it collapsed and had some serious injuries and fatalities. Some reason trenching this year is just the highlight. We're seeing a lot of it. And it's preventable. There, there is a tried and true science. There are engineering practices. There are methods out there to prevent trenching fatalities. There are methods to prevent electrocution fatalities. One I was reading about this week was they were doing some work on a backup generator and it had to be on a live system because of certain things, but there were supposed to be precautions. And the person said, we took every precaution possible. I have no idea how this happened. And there was an electrocution. Now, maybe a work practice wasn't followed. Something was wrong, whether it be engineering, probably, because the system caused something to happen. And so OSHA is asking us as employers to please work safely. That frustrates me because as leaders and as people who influence leaders, which is the hardest thing we do as safety professionals, to me, is the most difficult part of the job is we get it. We have a passion for what we do. We see the impact of working in a place and talking to people after an injury happens. We see the impact. We talk to the team members. We see it. We're the ones that are usually setting in either state negotiations. We're the ones sitting in a courtroom, sometimes talking about these injuries and seeing how it plays out after the fact. And our real key influence is influencing leaders and supervisors and team members on the front end of there is potential. And it. what's interesting is the different levels and the different styles of communication that have to happen as a leader, because influencing our executives, our plant managers, our CEOs, our directors is a very different process than engaging with our team members. And I mean that very differently. One can really help influence, fund, develop. The other, we need the feedback of maybe something's wrong that we haven't seen. We're only a small group. We're hardly ever funded where we should be, have the people we need to do what we need to do. And then when we are, we're expected to do it all, which happens all the time anyway. That Who's, who's in charge of safety? Safety. That's the, the title. They should be doing it. But really, that, that next level is influencing and understanding and then working with the next levels up to prevent. And so it's an engagement part. It's an influencing. It's empathy. It's understanding. It's engineering. It's doing a lot of different pieces to make it work. And it's all about leadership. And when I think about good leaders, and I want you to think back of someone that you have met that you respected as a great leader that you have worked with, worked for, worked around. And then once you select that person, tell me about their philosophy towards safety. Did they have a safety philosophy or was it just natural that they protected their people? And that's, so we look at Simon Sinek 
And he talks about that safety, that people should feel safe at work. And he's psychologically safety. That's what he's talking about. But you can't get to psychological safety without some feeling of physical safety. You have to first have it. Then you have to feel it. It has to be there. It has to be present. It has to be something tangible before it becomes the intangible of that feeling, of that process, of that caring about a human being. And so when we talk about safety, it's not just safety. It's good leadership. It's about caring for people. It's about generating empathy. It's about generating emotional intelligence. And more and more, we see research saying that emotional intelligence is really a great driver toward showing good leadership and good decision-making because they can take in the logic, but they can also sense how that logic will affect the behaviors and the patterns and the emotions of people, which is really about how motivation and change and change theory plays into it. So when we talk about good leadership, we're talking about influencers. We're talking about the idea that we can go out, find people, and try to influence them into what we do, which is a huge topic all on its own, about the different tactics for influencing. And there's different ways that you try to influence different people through that motivational process. So let's talk more about that in just a little bit when we come back for the second half of our Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. It's time to rehumanize the workplace. Having the means and methods to engage and empower your team is more important than ever. Fortunately, TSD Amalgamated is here for you. They focus on better understanding your organization's culture through team building, safety auditing, personal assessments, leadership training, and compliance-based systems. Their staff has the training, knowledge, and experience to help you achieve safety, compliance, and beyond. Visit tsdamalgamated.com for more information. Welcome back to the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. So the first half, we really started talking about this idea, and it all started with a headline about fatalities are high. OSHA is asking us to reduce our fatalities and to work safe, which on its own to me is a very interesting and there's so much. You can really develop a lot of sarcasm in that, unfortunately, and I'm going to try to avoid that because that's usually my default. A little bit of pun, a little bit of sarcasm, uh, and a whole lot of humor involved because I see it, and that's what keeps me sane. I guess you could you can laugh or you can cry, and I, I choose to laugh a lot of times because of that. But I see the logic behind it, but I also understand that there's more to it than that. And we're talking about leadership, and especially influential leadership. So if you follow John Maxwell, he talks about the idea that leadership is nothing more than influence. Regardless of what level you are, regardless of what position you're in, you shouldn't have to just use your position to get what you want. Sometimes that's a means and a method, but it's really about gathering people around you and being influential, having them want to rally to whatever you're selling. And in this case, it's the safety of our people, which really should be a no brainer. And that one to me is the the part that kind of makes me slap my forehead and go, how is it that we miss it? And I think it's easy to separate ourselves from the real results and the real impact of it when we look at the business. And there's a, my goodness, history is full of disasters and human suffering 
from the fact that we were able to detach ourselves from the people that were there, that we were able to somehow quantify that were they really people or were they just an asset or were they just a a cog in the bigger machine of a money-making process. And as we go forward, this is going to change. I really do feel like for all the negative things that people say about the upcoming generations, uh, past, let's call it Gen X is kind of the borderline, very small generation anyway. I'm one of those, so I can talk about that. (laughs) Those afterward, though, I think that's going to be a turning point for what we see is true caring and empathy in the United States. I listened to a really interesting economist uh, that I follow on LinkedIn also uh, while I was in France. And one of his points was that for the first time in in kind of the history, and especially in the United States especially, that we have a generation coming out that probably will not do as well as the generation before. We have always hinged our processes on that the next generation will be more profitable. And really everything was judged on money flow and cash flow. But a generation, every generation was getting more improved in economics. And we might see in the coming years that may become flat or even decline slightly, that the generations may not be as financially successful as the ones before due to different conditions that are happening within the country. So instead of focusing just on monetary value of a job, they focus on values, and they're going to choose to, to work for companies that have values, such as environmental concerns or people concerns or charity concerns, which means the toleration for, oh, I just have to make money, and I'll choose not to be safe to be able to make money, may be shifting. In the next decade or so, we may see, this is completely unscientific. This is me making speculation and me being an optimist. But because of that shift from financials to values, we may very well see that the toleration for this behavior, for allowing organizations to not provide a safe workplace, even though there's laws against it, may change. Wouldn't that be powerful? That we truly see that that would evolve and change and be driven by true value-oriented people and processes. It would be powerful. And I look forward to it, and I enjoy hearing about it. And I've seen kind of that shift of that's just the way we have to do it, and I'm starting to see it to there's a better way to do it, and there will be a better way to do it, and we won't tolerate it any other way. Humanizing the workplace. It is the leading and learning through safety podcast. For those in the United States, uh, this weekend is Labor Day weekend. It's kind of that last party of the summer. So I would definitely be amiss not to talk a little bit about that. And I don't want to miss that opportunity. It's the opportunity to say something about safety. I shouldn't pass it up. You shouldn't just assume. And that's one of my one of my big faults is sometimes I think that I shouldn't say it because everybody already knows that I'm just being redundant. But the truth is I forget that it needs to be redundant. We need, we need to make sure things don't go unsaid. So in this case, I want you to be safe this weekend. Uh, If you're barbecuing, be careful around the, the hot stuff that you can get burned. Watch your pets, watch your kids, make sure they know that it's hot. 
if you're going to be driving, boating, motorcycling, jet skiing, any of the fun things that we love to do to celebrate the end of summer, please do it safely. Wear your safety equipment. Do not, please, don't operate any of that equipment under the influence of any drugs or alcohol. Be in your right mind. Designate someone to be the caretaker. Have someone that is guiding. If you're going to be really indulging, have someone designated that's going to be out there watching out for you and making sure we protect you, but we protect those around you. Because usually when it comes to that, someone else is the one that suffers because of that decision-making. And if you see it, report it. I know there'll be a lot more law enforcement on the roads, on the, the lakes and the rivers, watching out for people. But if you see it, say something. Because your voice may be what protects someone from getting hurt. And that is, I just can't overexpress that. And as we're out there, we're that say, if you're on the lake, on the water, which a lot of people love to do during this time, it's going to be packed in my local area at the lake. I just know it. Wear your safety equipment, please. Make sure you have that flotation device. Make sure you have a method of getting emergency. Uh, if you're skilled in first aid, take a small first aid kit with you. I pack one in my backpack everywhere I go. I learned the hard way that you should have something with you just in case. Doesn't have to be much. Have a little bit. Of course, sunscreen. We're going to have a nice sunny week. It looks like we're going to have some beautiful weather around my area, especially. So if you're going to be out in that, really do hope you'll use some sunscreen. Protect yourself. Think of the, have a great time. But there's a way to do it so that you don't suffer some consequences after having that wonderful time. So I hope you do enjoy this weekend. I hope you stay safe this weekend. And of course, I really appreciate you taking me along for that journey uh, through this podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. And until next time we chat, stay safe. listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the online conversation at www.markafrench.com. All opinions expressed on the podcast are solely attributed to the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice. This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.